Hello, hello. Welcome to my tribe. Happy to be here. Happy to hopefully have a summer where I get some more of these going. Love recording these, and they're always a special moment, and just want to make sure that I, I can focus on it a bit. So today is a really big day in my life, as today is literally my last day as principal, principal at Birchland Park Middle School in East Longmeadow. I've been, I've been at Birchland for 10 years, and it's been an absolute uh, wonderful ride. I have completely every minute of the step, every minute of the way enjoyed being principal of Birchland Park. It's been an incredible community, incredible staff, incredible students, and really just, I always say this and I mean it, for the last decade I've been the luckiest principal in the world. Uh, and today's my last day. I'm moving on. A lot of you know that I'm going on to try my, uh, try my skills in the world of being a professor at AIC. I'm totally excited. Going to be teaching education classes full-time at AIC couldn't be more excited, but definitely a big day uh, and a sad day for me as I uh, move on from a place that I have completely loved. Uh, and it's also sort of moving on in my educational journey. You know, I had I taught for two years in a juvenile detention center in Dorchester. I taught for one year, third grade in the Bronx. I taught sixth grade English at Forest Park Middle School in Springfield for two years. I taught math in seventh grade for a couple months. Then I became an assistant principal at Forest Park for four and a half years, assistant principal at Kennedy Middle School for a year, principal at South End Middle School for two years, and then 10 years here at Birchland. So it's been over 20 years in this uh, public school journey, and I've loved it. And today I have an incredible guest with me and a dear friend and an incredible colleague, Connor Martin. Uh, most of you listening probably know Connor. Some of you hopefully know him well if you're lucky like me. Uh, but he has definitely sort of been my educational soulmate. We, we linked up at Forest Park. We were there together for a while. Then we were at Kennedy together. Then we had two years off. Then we reconvened here at Birchland Park where we were together for nine years completely. And even in this 10th year, when he's now principal of Mapleshade uh, Elementary, it's still right across the field from my school. So we've still been on the same walkie-talkies and uh, it sort of feels like we worked together this year as well. Uh, as I said, he's been my educational soulmate. He's an incredible educator. It's been so fun to grow, both personally and professionally, next to him for so long. Uh, but even more important than all that, he's just an incredible friend. And it's a really unique friendship that started in my mid-20s. And, you know, our friendship has been both inside and outside of school, but we've been able to rely on school. So we're definitely entering into a new phase where we're gonna have to make more time for each other outside of school. Uh, but this guy has supported me, he's guided me, he's often led me, uh, he's protected me more than anything. He's protected me and, and all of you in education and just with friends. Like he's protected me as an educator, he's protected me as a friend. And certainly, he stepped up incredibly when I was down and out for a little while uh, in all his work, both as principal of Birchland when I was gone and then uh, doing Timmy Strong stuff when I was gone. Uh, he has taught me so much, both about education and about life um, and about pop culture. I, I, I'm not huge on pop culture, but he has made me a lot bigger in the world of pop culture and paying attention. Um, so I thank him for all of this. I love him. Uh, and we had a great conversation. And again, it's a big day in my life, moving on to a new career. I'm really excited to start a new career. I hope it goes as well as this one I'm leaving. Um, 
And uh, I just felt fitting as I move on to AIC to sort of celebrate the educational journey and friendship journey that Connor and I have been on for the last almost 20 years. So here it is. Hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening to My Tribe. All right, so I'm here with my man, Connor Martin. Connor, thanks for coming on My Tribe. Uh, glad to be here, Tim. Oh, you have such a better podcast voice than me, I can tell already. I try. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, I, I did an intro and sort of set the stage here a little bit. So I think for us, we, we just got to jump in. We have what, what I believe is 17 years of working together and friendship uh, and we're just here to recap both, hopefully, at the same time, if we can. It's crazy to think, like, in some ways, it's, that's a long time. But, you know, it's, it's just one of those examples where, where time is it's such a, it's a weird concept to really wrap your hand around. Because, as we'll talk about, we'll go back to those early days. But those early days, though they are a while away, long ago, they're, in my mind, it's not that far away. Yeah. All right, so... We're at Forest Park. I taught sixth grade English for two years. Am I correct that you were not there those two years, or did you start as a sub? So, okay, so I started as a sub the year that you, I think you, if I remember correctly, you were still in the classroom, but when did you go to Project Lead? Was that in the middle of the year, or was that the beginning of the year? Oh, that's right. Because that's what it was. Okay. I, I was a sub. So, so you're, that's my sub. third year. Okay. That's my third year at Forest Park. Okay. All right. So I, I was a, I, I started as a sub um, the year that you, I think you started the year in the classroom, then you went to Project Lead. Yeah. So that's when I got transferred. I, I got moved from sixth grade English to seventh grade math, and I taught for five or six weeks, and then I went to do my Project Lead internship uh, at Kylie. And I was there for about three months. So you're subbing at that time. Okay, so when you're subbing, what I remember about you is, uh, go ahead. Hold on, hold on, I'm just like, trying to, okay, so actually I think, I think, all right, let me take that a step back. So no, I subbed, nope, that's accurate, that's accurate, you're good, <laughs> okay. ignore that. So, it's a long time ago. So what I remember about you when you're subbing was Converse All-Stars. Still wearing them. Yep. Got them. Um, I remember jeans. Yep. Were you early career jeans? Early career jeans. Early career jeans. So I had the the chucks, the jeans, and a um, I'd have a tie. Yes, you would have a, a tie. Yes, that's right. Okay. So, so you're actually the rare case, or maybe it's not rare. Maybe I just go in the opposite direction. But you're the rare case of you dress better now. You dress fancier now, 20 years into a well-established career, than you did in the very the beginning. Time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's rare. That's rare. Um, so I remember, okay, I remember that. I certainly remember from afar, you're, you know, you had a good vibe. Um, your mom was working at the school. Yeah. She was a great teacher at the yeah. school. And uh, I knew she was your mom. And we had Carol Fazio. Yes, we did. As our principal. So you have a cool Carol Fazio stat, right? So I I was I was really really fortunate um, at where I when I came in. Um, so you know I I subbed for uh, at Forest Park 
the entirety of that year. I stepped out into some some of the other schools in the district um, as as well, but my my heart was at was at Forest Park. Um, I did not know you had subbed in other places. Oh yeah, that had to be different because Forest Park was a good school. It was great. Yeah, it was great. I mean. It, like the the vibe in the building was just was awesome, um, and there was just something to be said about the building itself. I loved Forest Park pre renovation. You know, I've only been in it once since then when we did that that tour, like after it got got renovated. Um, but there was just something to be said about the old floors. Yeah, it was classic old wood. You know, like that's the, right. The chalkboards. Like I yeah. have distinct memories of getting there early in the morning once I had um, one of the classrooms that I taught out of and washing the chalkboards early in the morning. Um, There was something so peaceful about that. Um, But no, I mean, I, with Carol, um, I was very lucky that, that, that Carol, um, you know, she saw something in me. She helped let me grow. And then um, after subbing for half the year in and out of, of classrooms in the building and then, at the for the last stretch of the year, I don't know if you remember, but I took over as a long-term substitute for a teacher who was out for maternity leave. So I took over the ELA classroom of of Seven Up, um, and um, I had you know put in my application for an open ELA position, and and Carol uh, she she hired me for the following year for um, for and that that ELA teacher. Um, so I was. Lucky that I, I was able to, to land a steady job at, at Forest Park. It was great, and then and then that's when Bonnie took over, and and then you and I we continued our journeys respectively um, under under Bonnie. Yeah. So that was so we both are lucky to have started under Carol Fazio. Yeah. Um, so I had interviewed at Kylie when I came home from New York City, and. I didn't get the job, and I interviewed with Carol, and I didn't leave the office. I had the job before I left the office, and I was teaching something I wasn't even certified in. Um, but Carol was obviously unique. Um, learned a lot from her the two years I was there before you got there, and then the last year when you were there. Um, she just always put human beings first, always. And that gets harder and harder in education with all the accountability measures and the different data. Um, but that is what I learned from Carol Fazio more than anything else is just put your staff first, take care of your staff and uh, everything else can fall into place. And because of that, to what you were talking about, she had a very loyal staff. Yeah, she did. So not only did there not only was there like old wood and old chalkboards, but in a city that was fleecing teachers, we were on a salary freeze for right. like years. Carol had like, 50 veteran teachers in the building, which is what really set it apart from the other middle schools. So the thing with Carol that that is just, you said unique, legendary is another word to, to use for her. So if you remember the the year when you and I landed at, at Birchland, on day one, we received um, a package in the mail mm. and it was a plant oh, from right. Carol yeah, I did not you know, remember to that. us. Yeah. Um, and then this year, my first year at Maple Shade, Day one, I hadn't talked Come to Karen. On. Oh, seriously. Wow. She, same thing. She sent me a plant. Um, oh, my goodness. So for her, it wasn't just about the people in her building. Yeah. It was about the people in her life. Yeah. And it mattered to her to yeah. continue those relationships years after, even though, 
you know, I don't know last time you spoke to Carol. No. It's been, I don't know last time I've spoken to Carol. Yeah. um, Just to know that she still cares, that it's a a great reminder of the things that are important. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, so that's what she created there, which was a great place. We were lucky to get in there at sort of the tail end of the Carol Fazio time. And and then the beginning of Bonnie, who really took care of you and I majorly and taught us a lot. And, uh, you know, brought us over to Kennedy, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, but okay, so Forest Park. So I come back from Project Lead in the middle of the year. Within like two weeks, I'm acting assistant principal of seventh grade. Yes. Okay. And that's and that was it. So, you know, I, the, the way that I always saw our, our journeys was, you know, when I was a sub, you were a teacher. When I was a teacher, you stepped into admin. Um, and then I stepped into, we'll get there, but you know, the ILS position when then you became a principal and then I wound up becoming an assistant principal. Um, so I was just like, you were always like one step like ahead of, of where I was in, in our journeys, uh, together. But yeah, you came back from Project Lead. You wound up taking. It's probably why I'm leaving because now that you caught up, yeah, I'm like, 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 what else? <laughs> oh, never yeah. mind. He caught up. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> um, so yeah, you, you took over. You know, so you took over the the seventh grade VP job um, during my first full year as um, as an ELA teacher for for Seven Up. There's a lot of stories. There's a lot of stories. Yeah. Okay. There. So Seven Up. So at that point, I think we had three teams, right? Seven Up, Seven Down, Seven Central. Yes. Um, and because because at that point we still weren't at the ninety minute blocks. That was correct. Um, so all right. So then so then that year, that's the year. First of all, one title could be it's the Dave Gagnon year. Uh huh. It's the Dave Gagnon year. Yeah. Uh, God bless and we I absolutely love Dave Gagnon and he was a hard worker. Uh, and he was on your team, right? Dave was he was the yeah. math teacher on my team for yeah. most of the year, but he had he had surgery. That's he right, had surgery yeah. that year, which yeah. complicated some things. Yeah, but he was a riot and worked hard. Dave and, was great, and always one thing I remember about him is he he would hold kids to high expectations, but if they didn't meet him, the next day he'd give them another chance, yep. uh, which was a good lesson. And in those moments, what, because it was it. It was many things, it, it, but it was a it was a challenging year. Um, by the end of the year, it was I I thought it was very successful. But you know there was a lot of things that that we learned along the way. Um, but it was one of those years that was there was a lot of challenges. And with those challenges, you know Dave taught me the importance of just being able to to laugh. Yeah, that's laugh, right. Yeah, laugh with yeah. your team. Yeah, because that the team will be able to 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 pull pull you through. Yeah, yeah, and he was a business move to education guy. Mm-hmm. So. He always had good stories, and you're right. Yeah, he did. He did. He was always about like we got to laugh our way through this, or we're gonna cry our yeah, way through yeah. it. Which, hey, that lesson yeah. that lesson worked for 20 yeah. more years. Um, and then that was the famous year. And we one of the things we've talked about with this pod is we can't tell many kids stories, like because you're just not right. They're confidential right. and they're kids. Um, but we can say that that year Seven Up had a collection of challenging students. Yes. And the idea came forward that it would be better if we put them all in one group. Yep. And, and that group. And that group. <laughs> and I was brand new to admin. I was brand new to teaching. To teaching. Yeah. So, you know. And I, to your credit, I, I don't think 
I don't I don't know if you were there when that decision was made. Okay. I think that so you you can say that if you were there, you yeah. would have had the wherewithal not to do what we wound up doing. <laughs> Which was change every because they they moved it. They moved as a cohort, right? Like they stayed together all yep. day. So they didn't go in different the, directions. Yep, the homeroom just yeah. went to, yeah, to home each room. subject yeah. area. And that led us to two, we, 207. Affectionately known as 207. And was it your homeroom? It was my homeroom. So you had them the most. Yeah, I was down the hall. Yeah, and it went, and it was just in so many ways. Like, <laughs> we were our own entity. Like, I was, you know, learning the ropes. Yeah. Um, they were, they were a challenging crew. Truly learning the ropes. Yep. <laughs> and we were down the hall. Yeah. Like, like the, the Jeff, That's right. Allison, and Dave, they yeah. were further down the hall. So they yeah. had to travel. Yeah. And so, like, they would come down, like, they would start the day with me, I would send them off, they would rotate, and then they would, like, come they would back. wind up coming back. Um, but, no, I mean, there was just a lot of personalities in that class with a lot of different needs. And We could reel needs. off the names of those kids, and you and I loved yep. those kids. Um, loved them to death. I, and it we've seen some of them since. And, it, you know, I mean, they, they were a challenging crew, but I was glad that they were my homeroom and they taught me yeah. so much. They taught me, you know, I mean, I know that it's, it's you know, like a, a cheesy cliche at this point, but like they taught me so much more, you know, than, than I ever taught them. Yeah, um, yeah that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but I mean, they, they, you know, they taught me. So you just talked about Carol Fazio and the importance of relationships. Yeah. 207 taught me about the importance of relationships in the classroom. Yeah. Like I was more successful, you know, with them because they understood that I really did care about them. Yeah. You know, and that we were a dysfunctional little unit together. Yeah. Um, and you, we were in on them. Yeah. Like as individuals, as much as it seemed like. You could think we were out. It was the opposite. Yeah. We were in on them as individuals. Uh, yeah, I think you're probably right. I think that did teach us a lot. They taught uh, me about, you know, the having high expectations, classroom management, but, you know, meeting them where, where they are and, and giving them those, you know, later education would call it social emotional learning. Mm -hmm. But in the moment, it was just what was going on? What do you need? Like what's mm. going on in your life? Like how, how can we just make this, you know, be a safe place for you? Yeah. Um, and you know what else they taught me? Cause that would have been, that was in my half year as an acting assistant. Yeah. And then after that, I did 17 years of admin, which means 17 times I scheduled a building. Cause I sort of, sort of became the scheduler mm -hmm. wherever I went. And 17 times I made sure to balance things yeah. out so yeah. that that didn't happen again. again. As much as we loved it, it was not, yeah, it was it was great and I made sure it never happened again. Let's just say, let's just say that. I guess, you know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you can cut it out if, if, we, if we can't talk about it. But the, the, the level of disruption that the class would have yeah. upon the, the operations of the school. So, like I said, 207 was down the hall. And in the other classrooms, they had the adjoining classrooms. Yeah. So my homeroom, my, my homeroom, they just made me proud. Do you remember like how they would open up the doors of the adjoining classrooms and then just run, run through <laughs> from like social studies, science to math and just like do laps through other people's rooms? Uh. Um, and then there was the, during recess, they would look down and yes, and they would look down and they would just toss <laughs> math books out of the window. 
at the kids below at recess. A few, le- well, a, a level below, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I forgot about recess <laughs> at Forest Park. Um, and then, like, I just remember, like, it, it taught me to not hold on to things and let things go. Yeah. Because there was, I remember one moment where the, the kids, like, they, they were just, they, they were so combustible with one another. Like, you know, we, we were a family, but, like, families, you know, they can just really get on each other's nerves a lot of the time. And you would know where the weak parts are of your family members. And so there was this one little guy, um, let's call him Jimmy. Um, it's not his name, but I, Jimmy. He, he was really poking at this other girl. Let's call her Jessica, okay? And Jessica had a temper, mm-hmm. all right? And Jimmy was just, like, delighted at the fact that he was getting under her skin so well. <laughs> and she had enough. Yeah. And she just got up, flipped her desk over, and just went at him. And then he started just running around the classroom <laughs> laughing hysterically. Like, still, like, just, like, taunting her the entire time, just getting under her skin. And she is just tearing through the classroom, yeah. like, throwing things. And then I, you know, just, like, I, I, I'm going to end this. I'm going to, like... Just stop the two of them from from doing this. And like as she's coming around, I just jump in front of her. I'm like, Jessica, no! And I could have been just a box of tissues. She took me and just threw me across the room. Like I was nothing, you know? And I landed on, I, I landed on the ground. I looked around. I had no idea what had just happened, that I was just thrown completely across the room by this 13-year-old girl. Um But in that moment, like I, I I couldn't take it seriously. Yeah. Like I, I, I couldn't hold it against her. Yeah. Like in moments like that, like it was just a moment that we had together for the 180 day journey of you know us being a part of 207. But that was important. That like it, it taught me that, that I had to let you know some things go. Um, and you just can't really, can't really hold on to that kind of stuff. Okay. So then I. So all right. We'll put a bow on 207. I believe I bought you a T-shirt. At the end of that year. Did you? That it was a white t-shirt and it just said 207 on it front and center. And it, you know, me and you went on to have a lot of different t-shirts. There's a lot of t-shirts. <laughs> a lot of t-shirts um, in our run together. But I believe I started the t-shirt thing with a 207 t-shirt that I, I had I made. Had it. Yeah. I don't have it, Tim. Um, I bet I have it in some container. Uh, I'm sure it wasn't soft. It was before yeah. we realized soft t-shirts yeah. were better. Uh, but anyways, all right. So 207. So then is it the, is it the next year that I become the permanent, we go to 90 minute blocks, it goes to two teams, um, seven central, seven down, seven down and seven up. Yep. Okay. So that started what I believe was four years. Were you? I think it was four. I, I, because I did four full years as an AP at Forest Park. Yeah. And so I would argue for both of us that next few years was the foundation of everything we believe in. That was it? Education-wise. So, all right, so seven down. We're going to focus on seven down. Seven down was, for the most part, Mary Huff. Yep. One of our all-time favorites. Gene Quinn, another yep. one of our all-time favorites. Linda Kingston. Love Linda. God love Linda. Paul Levesque, mm-hmm. who has he should be on this podcast frankly because <laughs> that's the thing i mean talk about learning talk yeah about learning like we, we learned everything from paul um and john latender not yet not at first not yet, but not, he but colleen who, champ colleen champ was the science teacher at first um, yeah but my it, and then but latender came on yeah so my memories are of linda mary jean paul 
Connor, John. Don't forget Helen. And Helen Maddie yeah. was pull out. Um, yeah, and she was great. Yeah. yeah. No, we were lucky. We that were was really, a... really lucky. So they were teaching you how to teach and be part of a team. Yeah. At, so they were like... They were like leading down mm -hmm. to you, yep. and then they were certainly leading up yep. to me, being like, "This is how this works, little guy." Yeah. Like, like little young one. Because yep. I mean, I was, I was like 27, 28 at that point. <laughs> that, that is that is the thing to, really to think young. about with 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 the, the the journey that we took, like how young we looked. Yeah. Especially you, mm. for so long. Um, like now, I'm sitting here with. A, a beard that is basically all gray. Yeah. With no hair on my head. But like, <laughs> for the longest time, we were just fresh, baby-faced little punks. Um, but no, those, the, the seven down, the seven down years were, they were everything. You know, they, you know, if the year before with 207, you know, I, you know, we, we learned how to, you know, use student relationships to, to get kids across the finish line. Um, you know, with with seven down, we learned, you know, the power of relationships with our colleagues and building those relationships with the students from day one to just launch them into the stratosphere of just an, an amazing year. Um, and then year after year, we had challenges. You know, we had, you know, kids that, that ran away. Ooh, you know, we had challenges. We had <laughs> and they were mostly cars. in my office. Yeah. <laughs> Kids that lit fires. Yeah. Um, I remember one time we thought someone all. had a gun, and I, I decided to find the kid mm -hmm. who I don't we remember thought that. had a gun. I found him outside the building, and I got in a little bit of valid trouble from yeah. Bonnie later that day. Yeah. Like what? I was like, oh, I could talk to him yeah. if you had one. You yeah. could shoot me. Uh, yeah, that seven down was something special, um, and yeah, I would I would say that. They equally believed in relationships being the foundation, mm -hmm. but they just also believed that you had to optimize those relations for academic development. Mm -hmm. So they didn't stop at the relationships. Right. They used those relationships to make sure kids were getting smarter. Yep. Um, and if kids refused to get smarter, they called them on it. Uh, all of them. Yep. All of them. And uh, John came in after you, but picked up right where you were. Um, and all, all seven of you were that same way. Uh, and then what happened for me was I remember like doing my best every day. I was working hard then. And, uh, but if I let you guys down, I felt awful. I felt awful. Well, I don't remember a time when you did. Well, I mean, there'd you know, be individual sure moments where like the but... right, you know, what I did with a write-up wasn't exactly what we thought they thought someone thought should happen or like, you know, just there's growing pains in leadership, of course. Um, but that was good. I think it was good that I felt that way because it taught me to do what I hopefully forever was my best to like take care of teachers, yeah. you know, not at the, not while in turn sacrificing kids, yeah. of course, but like take care of teachers and they'll take care of kids. Mm -hmm. And seven down made sure that I remembered that in a good way. Um, we're not going to tell a bunch of our stories, but I, I do need to I do need to get this on record that one of my favorite Forest Park stories ever was when I got to work one day and there was about thirty seventh graders absent and I was in charge of seventh grade obviously, uh, 
and there was about 30 seventh graders absent and I was furious and beside myself. So I started asking around and I figured out they were all at a skip party. Um, and I'm still friends with the family of that student. Um, and I did not tell Bonnie because mm -hmm. she would have not let me go. Yep. I got the address. It was like the fourth floor of a building. If I'm not mistaken, the parent let me in on the bottom floor. Fantastic. I went up to the skip party. The door was open. I got inside the skip party before almost anybody noticed me. And, and all of a sudden, it was like a movie. I was in the middle of 37th graders partying in the middle of the day, That's and fantastic. they fled yeah. down the stairs, someone out the fire escape, and I just stood there smiling, and there was no more skip parties after that. That's a good one. Uh, very proud of that moment. Um, and very proud I still know that family, because yeah. uh, that was also a little risky. Um, Okay, I also remember from, I believe it's that year. So now it's your first year on 7 Down. We're beginning this four-year journey of really solidifying ourselves as educators. And it was also, because as you know, Connor, I have definitely labeled you as someone who, for the most part, is either all in on something or all out on something. Yeah. So. If I recall that year, you, you, I think you felt like you had your career solidified. You, you, you had a career. Yeah. You had found your home at Forest Park. You were, you were teaching. You had found a thing. But you hadn't found love yet. And if I'm not mistaken, that was when we started working out. When I started working? Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, okay. So the workout happened, yeah, it happened in 2000, the summer of 2006, I want to say. Yeah, which was going yeah. into this year. That was going in, yeah. And so. you returned to school with, like, arms of Thor. Yeah. Because, again, you didn't say, like, I'll lift weights 40 minutes a day. Nope. I went you all in. All in. I got uh, the, the Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> like, lifting book. <laughs> I did not know that. And I just, I was so regimented about it. You looked like Popeye. You looked... It's a compliment. Yeah. But I, you looked like someone inflated you that yeah. summer in That's all great. the right places. You know, I mean, like, so it, that, that there, was a, there was a couple year stretch um, from the, the time I, I, I first subbed um, at Forest Park, you know, to, to that, you know, to that, that area of, of time once I started working out. There were these moments along the way where I didn't know what the hell I had wanted to do yeah. in my life. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I, I I didn't learn how to be a student until I became a teacher. Like I didn't know what I wanted until after I was done with college, you know. So the the first day of being in the classroom as a substitute, it I real like something clicked for mm -hmm. me. Like some people call it the calling for me that that's what it was. It unlocked a part of me that I I didn't know had been closed. It's like I found a part of me that I hadn't known was missing. And so that was a, a big moment for me and so I pursued that and then once I started like working out like it, it, it taught me I had never really been disciplined in anything before and that you know that I, I found the joy of being disciplined of my entire life like when it came time to summertime I was always about sleeping in <laughs> as long as I possibly could and being as lazy as possible that summer I flipped the script and just got as productive as possible with working out, with 
interests, with reading, with being creative, you know, that's where I started scheduling myself a lot more and being regimented and like the, the, the amount of success and self-confidence that comes with it, that was the summer that I, I, I taught that to myself. Um, but yeah, that was, that was the summer of fitness. You were jacked. Yeah. And then you were like, some days you were like riding your bike from wherever you lived and going to the gym okay. and then showering at the gym and riding your bike to Forest Park and you'd be there like 7.30, you'd be like a 4 a.m. wake up. That's when Tracy and I lived in Westfield. Okay. So I would wake up at five, I would ride my bike, yeah, I would ride my bike through Westfield, through either Agawam or West Springfield, depending on what the route was. But yeah, I would wind up at, at LA Fitness I would do a quick workout. Yeah. I would shower, get my stuff ready, ride over to, to Forest Park, um, teach, and then ride on home. <laughs> a 30-mile round trip. Oh, yeah. my God. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, that was fun. Those days are done. Those that days are not happening I, anytime soon. I saw the birth and death yeah. of those days. <laughs> I saw the birth and death. Symbolically, uh, earlier this year, Ivy, um, she was riding her bike. I said, okay, I'll hop on my bike. So I was yeah. riding along, you know, side her. I pedaled. My, the, the, the pedal physically came off of the bike. <laughs> it tore off of the bike frame. My biking days are done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All or nothing. Yep. All exactly. or nothing. <laughs> my bike made that. All right. So I got to give two more shout outs um, while we're, before we leave Forest Park. But um, one is... Um, one is to Brewster Wren, who joined us on 7-Up. Love Brew. Uh, love Brew. You're still good friends with Brew. Yeah, I just yeah. texted him the other day. Yeah. Um, and I do, re I do recall being like, okay, Connor, we, yeah, Brew's great. We love him. Yeah. Do you think you should move in with yeah. him? <laughs> do you think? <coughs> yeah, the, I remember, I remember two things. In my classroom, um... There was the, the, the moment when Brew came into my classroom. I was like, hey, uh, do you, uh, you know, my, my, my roommate's moving out. Do you, do you, do you, do you want to move in? So I remember that. Yeah. Like him coming in and asking me if I wanted to be his roommate. Then I remember, not too long after, you coming into the classroom. <laughs> being like, are you you're moving in with Brew? Yeah, like, are you sure? You were, there was like hesitation, but such excitement yeah, at, yeah. at whatever was going to come next. <laughs> yeah. It, Yo, I mean, but, you know, like, and it was fun times and. Um, oh, you guys had a blast. It yeah, was great. Yeah. But also really good things came from that. Like, so one thing that we didn't talk about prior to, to all of that back with Seven Down was character now. Is that what it yeah. was? Do you remember character now? Yeah. So. Yeah. So much of what we wound up trying to do later um, at Birchland um, in terms of social-emotional lessons mm. and social-emotional learning, so much of that was what we did with, with character now and just teaching explicitly yeah. the traits that we knew our students were capable of achieving. I never made that connection. That's so true. Uh, and like creating cool experiences mm -hmm. for kids, which Mary Huff was the best at uh, the basketball hall of fame yeah uh for michael jordan's induction ceremony right we had i think that that was it there was yeah i remember when i worked at forest park picking up roy williams from the airport as like a city rep and bringing him back to forest park and he 
he was Michael Jordan's coach okay. at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Uh, but anyways, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, that a ton of character development work that was outside the work day, that was outside the job requirements, mm -hmm. by teachers especially, uh, and then led to a lot of cool experiences like... Uh, Villa Lobos, he's on the news now, right? Yeah, James Villa Lobos. Yeah, like he was, he, he oh, worked so closely yeah. with Mary um, on all of that, and Mary sort of brought us all along for the ride on all of that. Um, yeah, that's true. And then the other thing with Brew, um, we I did a, a whole thing with the Forest Park staff um, that was born out of one of the times me, you, and Brew were were hanging out talking. This I believe. This I believe. Yes. Yes. And then I had like I you know I wound up introducing this I believe to the Forest Park yeah. staff yeah. and challenged them to to write their own this I believe and it was so that moment there were two moments two big moments for me at Forest Park where I started to feel the itch of yeah. can I do something else is it just going to be in the classroom one was the cook off do you remember the the Forest Park cook off staff cook off yeah yeah. So that oh was nothing. Brew, yeah. Brew and I, we we did that together. Yeah. But you know, we organized a big cook-off, which something like that hadn't been done at Forest Park, and that was awesome. Yeah. You know. Um, and the second thing was this, I believe, because um, as you know, um, f f there, there are teachers that could speak to, you know, Mass and Square Garden if the seats were full of students. Mm. You know, and then if they're in a room of five colleagues yeah. they clam up yeah you know yeah you're right and so what i learned was i could stand in front of my colleagues and be able to to get them yeah you know? and you know that that pushed me in, in the, the next step in my journey um once we moved out of uh forest park but those were two really big moments um this i believe and, and the cook-off cook-off was a lot of fun i don't think i won and so much of that just, I now that we're talking through it, like reminds me of how much we learned at Forest Park and how much we carried forward from there. Um, gotta, I got to give one more shout out to Bonnie Osgood, who became principal that year, was our principal there for four years, and then, as we'll go to in a minute, took us to Kennedy together. Yes. Uh, but she always believed in us. She was huge at just believing yeah, that you I mean, and I could accomplish things or it, do things. And it wasn't just belief. It was Bonnie empowered us, and with that belief, she allowed us the opportunity to take those risks and to grow. She never you know, restrained us um, in, in any way. It was she knew where our hearts were. Mm -hmm. And our, you know, one thing about Bonnie that you know, I, I still is a huge part of me is that no matter what bonnie was always student-centered mm. everything that she did it was for the kids yeah and you know she knew that that's what our goals were to make sure that this was a, as safe and fun a place for the kids as possible despite any challenging circumstances that that might uh, arise and so whether it was you know something like character now or um you know there was <laughs> The time when, you know... I think it was called Character Council, too. Did we have, like, a student council, but it was, like, the Character Council? I don't remember. There was Character... And then we set up a business... I remember working with John DeLiva and Paul Doherty as well. Anyways, keep going. Sorry. Well, they wound up they wound up coming with us to Kennedy, and we did a lot of work with them at Kennedy. Yeah. Um, but, no, I mean, and, like, little things like, 
when Paul, John, and I, when Paul would, during his math class, play Kung Fu Fighting, <laughs> and then I would hear it, and then it was just a daily shtick mm. for me to burst into his room to have a Kung Fu fight. <laughs> and then the what I didn't know on one day, like John was on the other end, and then he heard it, he came in, and the three of us wound up having a slow motion kung fu fight, unbeknownst to the three of us yeah. that you and Bonnie were in the class oh. observing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it was uh, those moments, and it's all for the kids. Yeah. You know, um, you know, and Bonnie always recognized that and just let us cook. Yeah, that's right. That's a good way to say it. She recognized that and let us cook. That's a good way to say it. All right, last Forest Park story is you've told it before, but. I came in to watch you teach, and... Prophetic words. Yeah, and I don't know if it was our first or our fourth year, but either way. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, you, uh, you, I, I don't even know what the lesson was. It might have been like Tom Sawyer. Um, I don't know what it was that made you say what, what you said. Um, it was a fine lesson, but, what, <laughs> but as you left, like, you just said... We're I think I run. handed you a sticky, didn't I? No, you said no, it. No, I said you it. Said okay, it. okay. You said it. You said, we're going to be running a school together someday. Oh, I love that story. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's, and, you know, that, that just, I mean, truer words were never spoken. Yeah. All right, so we go to Kennedy. Yeah. All right, so Kennedy so, is a failing school. Bonnie is asked to go over. Mm -hmm. She asks you to go over as the, as the assistant principal. Yeah. And she asked me to step up as as a coach yeah and there's a couple more soto comes soto comes as like a dean of students or is he just is is he the other wait he is the dean of students right I think he, was, he was like the dean of students because he winds up becoming assistant principal right he's after i leave maybe so yeah so hey, soto yeah. comes vera, vera comes. comes yeah so a lot of people we were close with and uh and and uh, worked with a long time, yeah. also came. I remember there being maybe even more, but those are the names that stick out right now. Um, and so we go to Kennedy, yeah. and we have our work cut out for us. Yeah. It is not Forest Park. And that's, that, was, that, was, that was the big thing. Yeah. You know, that, was, that was the big thing for us, was that you know, it, for us to find success in Forest Park, that was one thing because we were homegrown. Yeah. We homegrown successes. Yeah. You know, we had people you know, in the building that, you know, believed in us and yeah. wanted us to do well. Um, but going over there, you know, everyone at Kennedy, you know, I'm sure that there was mistrust because just the way in which the, the system was working at that time, level four, you know, they, they were being judged. We had, you know, Bonnie was asked to come over. Um, and then there was the, the threat of cuts. Yeah. And there had been teacher turnover anyways. Yeah. And then when you became level four, it required teacher turnover. Yeah. So you, 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 you just had to get Bottom 25%. Yeah, something like that. You had to move people out. And so then, yeah. And so for, for anyone game at on, Kennedy, game like, on. here comes this new crew yeah. that wants to change. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, there, I, there was the fear of us changing everything. I don't know exactly what we did change. So much of, like, where I remember Forest Park with such clarity, yeah. you know, like, Kennedy was just a feeling. Was yeah. this just this feeling that I have with my memories aren't as intact? Maybe it was because it was just like so much more um, heavy yeah. and and and, I, and passionate. 
I remember it being the most intense. It might have been the most intense work. year I ever worked. Yeah. Um, and because because I wanted a level of control that Forest Park had. Yeah. And it was, it happened. Um, it we took a huge step towards it in that first year, but it took everything we had to to do that. Mm -hmm. um, so we got to give huge shout out because we met one of our other soulmates over there, Chris Sutton, yeah. who I knew from Kylie. Yeah. But I hadn't worked with for a full year yeah. like that, um, and 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 you and him became close, and he was just dynamite. He was the right person to be working with. He was the other assistant principal, so we had me, Sutton, and Soto, if I recall, and then we had Pablo, the police officer. He, he was, was awesome. He was awesome too. He got me out of some jams with some, uh, with some students and, and some there was families. Daisy and Lolly. Yeah, and Kathy right. in the office. Yeah, you know they were. They were great. Um, I mean, the, the thing is that, that, that we found with, with Kennedy is that, you know, the, the needs of one building aren't the needs of another building. Yeah. And the needs of Kennedy um, were, were, were very, very great. Um, and I just, more than any other building that I have been in, I just, I felt that we were just really all always just in the trenches. Yeah. You know, we were in the trenches with the staff. Um, and it took a significant amount of effort to, to, to really engage the kids. Yeah. It was really, really, really challenging. Yeah, and I would get called to so many rooms that were just so much going on. Uh, I do remember arriving there and seeing, like, my nice office in the main office and then realizing, whereas at Forest Park, my office was in the middle of the seventh grade hallway. Yeah. Uh, I remember being like, I feel like I'm on an island away from everything. So I remember moving, me, me and Sutton moved our offices into the hallways. Yeah. I, I had right them, on the corner. I had them like clear out a closet. Yeah. I think there was even like custodial lockers yeah. in it. Uh, but then I was right in the corner. Sutton was right above me. Uh, so I was, that was a good move. I don't, I don't regret that move, even though I gave up a great office. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember breaking up some pretty big fights at that place. Uh, not that we didn't break up fights in all of our stops, mm -hmm. but that was, there would be some pretty big ones there. Uh, and I remember Indian Orchard just feeling like a different it was. world. It really was. Different world. And I would do home visits on kids and just realize they're from all over and there's all these pockets of Springfield I didn't know about yeah. and all these housing projects I didn't know existed. Uh, that was really like working somewhere else for a year. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't quite like moving to Chicago, but it, in some respects, you felt like you were driving to Chicago every morning or driving wherever, Oklahoma, yeah. wherever. Uh, but I, I, I also remember that was a big year for me because I sort of had to develop my voice with people, like you said, that I hadn't kind of grown up with. Mm -hmm. um, and... Uh, they looked at me more like a boss than they, than at, you know, at Forest Park, they looked at me like a kid who became a boss, yeah. who we're working with, who we like, you know, uh, for the most part. Kennedy was different. They really looked at me differently, and I had to, like, grow into that. Uh, but it was also a great year. We had a good year. Yo, it was, it, yeah. that's the thing, is that it, good was, year. it was intense. It was heavy. We were in the trenches. But, you know, that was the year where, you know, for me, my own personal mantra was make the learning come alive. Yeah. You know, we got to really engage the kids. You know, we have to we have to go big. Yeah. So any opportunity that that we had to, to go big in terms of instruction, let's do it. So that was the Thor year. Thor, yeah. Project based learning. Yeah. And 
Connor led us, did we take the whole grade? We took the whole sixth grade. Connor led the entire sixth grade on a Greek mythology unit or something. Norse mythology, sir. Sorry. Norse mythology. So, you know, I I was just trying to make things as relevant as possible. And this was, you know, right before the the Thor movie was going to come out. So, you know, we collaborated with um, the art teacher at the time. And, you know, we we made the, the rainbow bridge in the hallway the the world tree in the hallway the kids made paper mache hammers and helmets yeah and we that's what i remember the most and we took them all to the the movie theater yeah and you know teachers are like we're gonna take 200 kids to the movie theater and they're bringing their thor hammers and you were like yep Yep. yes we are yes we are and they did great yeah that was awesome there was that and then um yeah that year i also (sighs) was it that year I don't know if it was that year. No, I think it. Was, I think it was still that year. Um, we we wound up working with. Um, no, it might have been the the, the next year. Um, but we wound up working with uh, with the eighth grade teachers to um, collaborate around the graphic novel Mouse. Mm. Um, I remember that. Awesome. I was there for that. That was awesome. That was that was a really cool thing. And so we wound, make a long story short, again, making learning come alive, we broke apart Mouse and what we wanted to, to utilize it for. And because Mouse had the, the dual narratives of a father um, or a son interviewing his father and experiencing his father's journey in World War II, and then in the present day, the, 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 the son's relationship with the father um, the, the, the teachers wanted to do something with that. And so we, we wound up taking 150 eighth grade students and then sending them off. Remember this field trip? I'd never organized a field trip aside from the, the, um, the Thor one. But I had three buses taking 50 kids each to three different locations so that the kids could interview um, you know, members of the, 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 the Jewish Community yeah, Center that's right. and the yeah. um, Holyoke you know, Hospital um, and the third place in, in Agawam to get the stories from the kid, you know, from these people and then to develop a story around it where they would then, you know, um, you know uh, draw it um, in the same style that Mouse would and to, to create this, this story of these people and what they learned and be able to infuse it with... Um, you know, uh, you know, elements of, of story. And then it just kept snowballing and snowballing. So you yeah. mentioned, you know, John Beliva um, and, uh, you know, the, the, the others. And we wound up celebrating all of this in this inter, inter-community, intergenerational event at the Basketball Hall of Fame where the kids, you know, work was displayed. The kids and their families were there. The representatives from these different, you know, locations were there. And it's just... It was just this next level, like what is real? What is happening? Right yeah, now? yeah, you know? yeah. Like it's a level four school, but the quality of work that these kids are putting out, and what we're asking them to do—to be representatives of this school—it um, was really, really cool. It was really, really cool. It was an awesome moment, um, which again just cemented the importance of just trying to make the learning come alive. And I remember, like, because we were close at that point, and. Me being like, wow, he's doing all that stuff. I'm checking uniforms at the door. I'm strategically making sure there's not a food fight. I'm, I remember one of my biggest metrics of how we were doing at Kennedy was when stuff went on the walls in the hallway, did it stay on the walls? Because before we got there, they said, you can't hang anything up in the hallways. These kids will just rip it off. And obviously, we didn't agree with that thinking and worked hard to like prove it wrong. But anyways, you're like taking kids to 
Jewish homes yeah. to change their lives, and I am making sure that the hallways don't get ripped apart. That's the balance, and, isn't it? Yeah, it is the balance. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, and all the while doing it with Sutton uh, and Soto yep. was just a dream come true. Those guys were so good. They were so good. Um, you were you did not get married. You got married. So anyway, <laughs> but wait, but let, let's finish Kennedy here. So I'm only at Kennedy one year. I leave. I go to take over South End or open South End where I'm a principal for the next two years. You stay at Kennedy for those two, for years, two years. Keep working as an ILS. Yep. You meanwhile get your admin license. Yep. Somehow. I'm going to AIC at that point. AIC. That's right. Uh, with Della, were you with Della? I was not with Della. Are you a different cohort? Okay. Um, all right, so we're not going to do the two years we're apart. Yeah. Okay. You still don't marry Tracy yet. I don't think you married Tracy until the summer before Summer Bergson's, of right? 2013. So the June summer... June 22nd of 2013. Okay. All right. So that is... On that day, I have been hired at Bergson but haven't started, and you are an ILS at Kennedy. I'm still an ILS at okay. Kennedy, but I had just... Yeah, so... June 22nd, I get married. Earlier that month, maybe the end of May, I finished up at AIC and I start putting my application That's out right. everywhere. Okay. So I get Birchland, okay? And then you get married. And then a, a couple weeks later, you must have applied for the uh, assistant principal job. And I, I remember that first summer. You know, it's always your first summer as a principal at a new place is always so hard. Uh, yeah, our boy Steve is going to go through it this summer. Um, but, um, you know, when but this, I... This is, di- this is so much different for you. This is like you are... So when you went over to Kennedy, you know, you, 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 you were still under the tutelage of Bonnie. You had all of us. And even when you moved over to, to South End, you were still within... Even though it was a, a new building, like you, but it was one that you so got a certain to really level of create, comfort zone. You know? Yeah, and yeah. That summer was was interviews. I yeah. did 125 interviews in one summer. And it's also the district that you were working in, yeah. and the district that you knew. So now you're moving to from the uh, city environment to the suburbs, to the burbs, to a completely new staff. Yeah, like a new, you know, just mentality of of learning, of of teaching, of educational environments. Um, and you're by yourself. Yeah. Yeah, and I have to hire an AP, and I remember it like it was yesterday. I had like a, a, a committee of like 10, including a parent. I don't know any of them. None of the, you know, we all have, we still have committees here at Birchland, but we, we, we have trust of a lot of the people on the committees at this point. But at that point, I had zero trust yep. of anybody. Um, and uh, obviously... Um, even my hiring was a tough hiring, and anyway, so you but you win. There's three rounds, I think, including two final rounds, and we brought you back again, yeah. and you you win, which is uh, great for me, um, <laughs> uh, because at least someone I know is coming in. Uh, but it was obviously great for the school because you were by uh, by far the best assistant principal any school could hope for. Um, all right, so. That brings us to we did Birchland Park together for nine, nine years. years. All right, so I'm just gonna recap. So we did four, we did five years together at Forest Park. Yep. One where we were ships in the night yep. until I became acting assistant principal. Then four more where I was the assistant principal and you were the seven down English teacher. A year at Kennedy. Then we did a year at Kennedy together. So that's six. 
So then we come to Birchland, where, uh, unbeknownst to us, we are starting at that point what, what was going to be nine years together. And I would count even this year as yeah. the 10th year together because um, we're sharing a campus here. Um, Birchland Park. All right. So this was, so it was our dream come true. This was it. And it I was mean, what I said. We were going to run a school together. And it happened. I can't wait. I didn't remember saying it at that point. <laughs> you had to remind me, but obviously I wasn't wrong. Just trying to get back into the, the, the mindset of those those early days, you know, where where we just, you know, we, we had each other, you know, which I, I don't know if, if we would have found the, the, the same successes that we had at, at Birchling if, if we hadn't been able to, to be able to do this together. Um, but, you know, just there was such pressure because there it was such the unknown of what the year would entail. And, you know, would our tricks that we had learned in Springfield, if those same tricks would be applicable uh, here at, at Birchland. Um, spoiler alert, yeah. Yeah. It, it yeah, worked, it worked it out worked. fine. Yeah, it worked out um, great. But no, I mean, it was, the, the nine years here, it was, it was just a, it was just a dream, absolutely a dream come true. There were some hard moments for sure, but there's no, there's no escaping hard moments um, in education, but the things that we were able to accomplish here with, with the staff and with the, the families and the, the kids, it was just, I mean, it was really something special, that's for sure. So we, we arrive, we are ready to go. We and are we so excited. look 12 and 13 years yes, old. Yes, we look 12 <laughs> and 13 years old. It's not like Springfield where there's change all the time. We are replacing a principal who's been here 18 years. So people are used to one yeah. thing, um, and and we are going to bring our thing, which is going to be excitement, fun, loud, <laughs> in your face, moving around, never sitting. Uh, turned into we couldn't even our feet couldn't keep up with us, so we both got scooters, yep. which we've still to this day use to get around the hallways. It's one of the things I'll, I'll always remember about Birchland is someone new will see me scooting down the hallways and be like, what's going on? And it'll remind me that I probably just scooted by 200 living, breathing humans yeah. who don't even pay any attention. attention. They don't even pay any attention to the fact that their principal just flew by in a scooter. There's no alarm. There's nothing. no nothing. Just it's, it's as if it didn't happen. It's just a run of the mill <laughs> which, the building. Which I love, which I love. Um, one of the things I remember from that first summer was I met with another principal to get some advice on a transition into a suburban school, and he said, learn everybody's name before they get back. Such a good idea. So you made flashcards from the yearbook, or we made flashcards yeah. from the yearbook, um, and we spent that summer learning the staff's names. So that, quizzing each other. Yeah, and then quizzing each other yeah. with the flashcards, and just like high school vocabulary, like identifying the ones we couldn't quite get yeah. and putting them in one pile yeah. and be like, we got these them over here. Um, but that was great, and uh, that allowed us to say hi to people and say their name, which I think helped just, you know, welcome us to the building by showing that we care enough to learn their names, yeah. you know. And that's a practice yeah. that, that I kept alive um, when I moved over to, to Maple Shade. I'm glad to hear it. Absolutely. I'm glad to hear it. Um, year one was a whirlwind. Um, Magical. We tried hard not to make any big changes at all, which we didn't mm -hmm. in year one. Um other than buying T-shirts and introducing our type of school culture as much as we could. 
Um, and <coughs> but I remember it being a whirlwind. It was. Um, well, I mean, it was such a culture shock yeah. for us. You know, I mean, it was to we were able to just see what you know what what learning could be. I remember there was just the, the series of moments like, is this really happening right now? There was one moment in our advisory. It was like the the day before Christmas vacation, and literally carolers <laughs> walked through the office caroling, you know, yeah. and then walked out. And we were like, "Did that really? Did that really just happen? Where kids can just roam the hallways and carol at each other without yeah having to worry about anything breaking out?" Um, so there was a lot of moments like that where it was. You know, this is just everything that we could have looked for in in a building. Kids were happy to be here. Teachers were happy to be here. Yeah. We were happy to be here. So we were really yeah. happy to be here. <laughs> we were really happy to be here. Um, yeah, I remember at the end of that year one, we went up to the library for our first mm -hmm. ever, like, y you invented the full staff picture idea. Yeah. And... Uh, and I remember it was Kathy Morsh who stood up and like gave us that, gave me like that frame it picture. Was Kathy that did that? I think yeah. it was Kathy Morsh that at least presented yeah. it. I don't know who did it. I'm sure everybody did it, but uh, and I remember thinking, wow, that was a that was a big year one. That's a no. And I mean, we, in that moment, that was huge. That yeah. was really the um, the cementing of 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 this and and the staff you know, fully and unapologetically and publicly just fully accepting us um, and saying, you know, you guys are the, you're the guys. Yeah, and so, all right, so let's, it's impossible. We're already an hour in, yeah. right? And obviously it was good to talk out that forest park time because I think that we realized how much of a foundation that was. Um, but if we go by that, we should be doing three hours yeah. on Berkson. We can't do three hours on Berkson, okay? But there's, there's, there's so many things that I just want to, like, be able to remember 30 years from now, right? Yeah. So, you know, uh, our scooters come to mind. Yeah. Your videos and your incredible ability to make everything into an awesome video uh, just became such a part of the culture. And actually, yeah. this year with you gone... We didn't continue that. We, I continued yeah. it to the bare minimum of the old like holiday sweater slideshow yeah. that moves with music, yeah. right? And uh, and Steve and I did our our fumbling through a video, and then I just said, you know what? I can't emulate Connor when it comes to videos, so I, I had to let it go. I had to let it go. No, but you did nine years yeah. of phenomenal videos. Uh, Those are fun, and I. I mean, and, and they just wound up getting so ridiculously complex. I and mean, you were like Sp Spielberg with the extra stuff in them. And then COVID, when you had time and like our whole school culture was yeah. based on the videos, you got even better. I did find, I think I sent you the other day, or, or maybe I didn't, but that MCAS song Oof. where we wrote a song about MCAS <laughs> and then we made a video where some poor student is we playing. Stuck her in the middle yeah, to she's, like play the guitar. She's sitting like crisscross applesauce Ugh. playing acoustic guitar. You walk in on one side and sit down crisscross applesauce and I walk in on the other side and you go, you know what season it is, Mr. Allen? And I go, it's MCAS season. And then we proceed to sing. Oh, and we sang. We sang the MCAS song. <laughs> 
I mean, that that is what the kids call cringe. Like there are moments oh, like where the the earnestness is it's it's really endearing and there's moments where it's just like oh, oh my it's it, painful to watch and i hit send on that oh, to two. 650 families, families. yep <laughs> yes and we and we stayed around yep. and we stayed they, they had us come back again and again and again <laughs> oh my god so all right another thing is our we both developed sometimes together, sometimes separately, like just the ability to completely interrupt learning which was in awesome. a classroom, yep. which was always one of the most fun things to do was just bust into rooms, distract everything and bust Rile out of there. every yeah, student up yeah, and, and, then, then, and then go. Um, if your thing was videos, my thing became t-shirts yep. um, and buying staff t-shirts and... Uh, and those staff t-shirts, disregard that for a minute. It looks like we're ending earlier than we actually are. Um, and um, yeah, we have quite a collection of staff t-shirts. They got and, really cool throughout the years. Yeah, and we took turns sort of designing them once we got going. Um, I hope, I guess I'm leaving, so I guess now I can't be sued for copyright. Yeah. I think we'll be okay, but... Uh, Teacher Appreciation Day. We just brought it to the next level. Brought it to the next level, I like to say. I like to think we brought it to another level. We really did. You know, I, I remember that first year and how important it was to do Teacher Appreciation Day, to, like, really just bring that energy and focus it entirely on the teachers. So that, that year one, yeah, like, comparative to what we wound up doing, you know, year one was so basic. I don't yeah. know if you remember, but it was just... Us yeah. in the lobby screaming at teachers. <laughs> when they we walked had in, signs. Yeah, like... I, I, I think we probably, we still probably did like coffee and, yeah. and munchkins. We probably like always had that. But it was us just clapping and cheering teachers as they yeah. walked in. And they were taking pictures with yeah. us. And like every one of them was shocked. They were only shocked that first year. Yeah. But they were all shocked when they walked in and were like, Happy yeah. Teacher Appreciation Day! And then we had... We, we wound up incorporating music into it. We wound up and just doing a, a variety of different things from the awards that we would create for the teachers. Individual awards to every... Odes yeah. we would write. Yeah. We'd started incorporating the t-shirts. The then there was a video component. Um, but no, like there was... The, oh, you dragon. <laughs> this year, Steve and I went around to give the awards and it took like half as much time because... We were like, why is this going so yeah. fast? And we're like, oh, because last year Connor made us bring the green screen yeah. with the two yeah. like posts yes. and like set it up yeah. everywhere we went. <laughs> and it took forever. Oh, it was great. It was great. <laughs> but it's it's those moments where it really is important, you know, to to remember who the 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 people on the you know the, the front lines are day in and day out. Yeah. You know, like you know, we we're able to to help you know promote a culture and sell you know, a vibe, but it's it's the teachers and the the minute to minute shaping of relationships with the kids for 180 days, you know, and every day really should be a teacher appreciation day for the teachers. But being able to to just go big with them. Yeah. I think that it's it's so fun. Yeah. I'll miss that stuff a ton. And we gotta shout out Debbie and Linda for nine years. Put they yes. must have been like, what in the world is going on? when we arrived yeah. and they stayed with it yep. for nine years of the two of us which is absolutely amazing yeah i mean the experience of debbie and linda and us coming in and 
they were just such good sports with just and like it was just the four of us. Yeah, it really was. It really was. So I mean, it's it's funny. It it's funny that you know we we always joked that when we we would when we left, we would go out the four of us. Um, it didn't happen that way, but it came damn close. Yeah, pretty close. No, all within all within twelve months. Yeah. Um, and the pairing was funny because yeah. it was me and Linda. Yeah. So like we we swapped. We you swapped both our left at the partners. same time. Yeah. yeah. So it was me and Linda. And then, and then Debbie mid year and yeah. me the end of the year. So we I don't know that that is almost yeah. the same as all walking out together. Um, one of the things, you know, I'll remember about Birchland too is not just all the things we did together, but it was, you know, um, you and I are very similar in our beliefs, and our energy level and all that. But we also did the, do different part. We did different parts of the job, mm-hmm. right? So there would be full days where we never talked. Like yeah. we, and at the end of the day, like you wouldn't feel the need to tell me like the eight hard situations you dealt with. And I wouldn't feel the need to tell you the eight hard situations. Like if we got 10 minutes to talk at the end of the day, we were going to talk about a podcast or we were <laughs> yeah. going to talk about a show or a movie, or you were going to tell me something I should be watching or reading. Yeah. And, um, I, I, I think that was really important and it was our ability to come together when we were together and our ability to function independently. Uh, and then we both had like, we would have things that seemed like it was both of us, but that weren't. So like, for example, I'll, I'll always remember at Birchland, I would go on these trips to visit Carolyn and Ian and I would like tour Google or tour Pinterest. And then I would come back and I'd buy all this crazy furniture yeah. for the hallways and, I don't even know if you would ever comment on it. Like, it would just be like, oh, there's a new whole yeah. situation of furniture. And, like, great, you know, it, it's definitely helping the culture. And then when I remember when I came back from my time out, you had invented the hallway music the and the playlist. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, yeah, can't believe this hasn't existed yeah. this whole time. And then I remember last year, like, I was back and I was full time. And then you had created a volunteer com- playlist committee. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember, you know, I was back and I was full time and I was completely able to do my job. But there were still moments where I was like getting my energy back and like getting. And I remember sitting in Demaria's room with you and a group of teachers and like they're just shouting out like, how about all the songs that have to do with fruit? Yeah. And you're like, great idea. Yeah. And you're like typing, yeah. songs have to do with fruit. And like, I remember being there for like five minutes and being like, what is going on right now? And leaving, I ended yeah. up leaving being like, all right, he's got this. Uh, and, you know, um, so a sign of how together we were, but Absolutely. how independently we could do the job uh, as well. Uh, and, you know, there's so many other fun stuff, the holiday stuff, you were great, especially at making every holiday feel like a holiday for staff. And then, you know, students too, if yeah. they, if they like caught the, sure. the wave, sure. but like, yeah. yeah, but it was about staff. Yeah. It was about staff. Um, and then our advisory, advisory legendary. we had nine years yeah. of sharing an advisory, which was just phenomenal. Uh, and again, it's kid stuff, so we can't go into it, but like we have the pictures, and I made it this year. Uh, I kept the tradition alive yeah. of you leaving. I did the picture collage for our advisory this year, and uh, it was great to give it to them, and it was, it's, it's going to be great to see it in yeah. 15 years uh, and remember all of our different advisories, uh, which just 
every one of them. Yeah, you know, I mean, every I, every year was just so different. It's so like, different. So different. I mean, there there was just, I mean, there were some years it was just such chaos in the morning. Absolute, just chaotic energy um, just from the kids where we would just have to throw up our hands. Yeah. You know, like, you know, yeah. we should have been, like, trying to wrangle it in a little yeah. bit more, but, you know, just... But we knew that they'd be fine once they got into the classroom. Yeah, yeah, they, that was one thing. They could always, like, be one way yeah. in our office and then get it together on the walk, walk back. In and the kids would have, you know, made a, an obstacle course <laughs> in your office with the chairs and, like, just a fort of, like, boxes or something. And it's like, ah, oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> I have to go do the announcements. I'll be back in a second. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's one thing. You and, and you a little bit and Steve a lot of it this year. Like, there was always something else to do that you guys, because it's in my office, were more apt to be like, I'll be back. Yeah. Uh, whereas I was, I was always kind of in the trenches. Uh, but it was, I freaking love our advisories. And I... The, the one I had this year was phenomenal, and I, I miss them already. Yeah. It'll be one of the things I miss the most is is my advisory. Um, yeah, so, I mean, our time at Birchland has just been a complete dream come true, and now you're doing your next thing. Well, deservingly so. You got your own building, you're a principal, and you're loving elementary. I'm super excited. Two days from recording this podcast, I finish here at Birchland and go on to hopefully what is a next career as a professor uh, never know. It could, might not work out, and I could be back as a, looking to be a principal again. Uh, and I've loved being a principal, but as you know, we don't need to rehash it here. But it's the right next step for for me uh, individually to go into being a professor and doing some of my other interests um, with a little more vigor. Uh, but so, you know, I, there's a million other things we could talk about in our educational career. And if if you have more you want to bring up, bring them up. But I I also want to honor before we close here our friendship along the way um and um you know our friendship really grew at a time when we're in our mid-20s yeah. you know and it's a unique time to make a great new friend um not that it can't happen it does happen um Happens more with with you than it does with me. That's that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, you are between the two of us. There's one more likely to make a new friend. Um, but no, you're you're right. I mean, so like, yeah. I mean, that that year, that 2005 year, I started subbing into that 2006. So 2006 was was huge. You know, I mean, for me personally, it's, it was that that next step in 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 who I was like. I met so many great people at, at Forest Park in Springfield. I met, you know, my future wife, you know, Tracy. That's, that's when I met, met, I met her. Um, that's when I met you. And then we were able to just grow together and, and we were able to just, you know, like treat each building we were in, not like an experiment, but to just try new things and try the things that we thought would be successful. And then we landed the gig here and we were able to actually make it work. Yeah. To such an awesome degree. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel like I'll look back in 30 years when I'm truly retired and, you know, every one of the stops will have a special place. But 
doing this with you for nine years and then a tenth. Because it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen without the friendship. Yeah. That's the thing. That was the key ingredient is that, you know, we, we were able to start here that same year both of us not understanding the, the organizational processes of Birchland Park Middle School, not knowing the individuals of Birchland Park Middle School, not knowing the like how to communicate effectively with the parents of Birchland Park Middle School. Um, there was so much that we didn't know, but we knew each other. Yeah. And we knew what we believed in, and we knew that we could rely on each other and trust each other. Um, and so much of the joy that permeated Birchland came from just the joy of us getting to just get paid to hang out with each other yeah. day in and day out. Yeah, It was just always fun. We got to have fun. Two friends got to have fun for nine years. Yeah. And there's something to be said about that. And yeah. that, doesn't, that does not happen often. In three different buildings? No. Across it, 20 years, basically? No. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, so another thing I've... I've loved about our friendship is that it's matured with us, right? So as close of friends as we are, like when we were working here and, and together in the summers, like I didn't see you in the summer outside of here, yeah. you know? Um, and that was cause you have Ivy and young kids and uh, our young kid. And you know, you're, you're building this family life that you've always wanted, always deserved. And now you've built um, and meanwhile, I'm traveling and going to a million different places. And it was like, we couldn't be more different mm-hmm. when that stuff, when it boils down to that stuff. Um, you couldn't care any less about sports than you do. Um, and you've brought me along with pop culture, uh, and I'm better at it than I was. Um, but you know, I'm still very selective. Yeah. You can't talk me into 90% of what you love in it. Um, and so... But it it's a I don't know maybe it's a mature friendship in that it just it just exists the friendship exists even if we're not together even if we're doing different things even if we don't care about the same stuff in that moment um, so there's a couple there's a couple like moments I just want to sort of get on record um, you know I, I do even though we you know you've never come to the Cape with me right like like when you had Ivy of course I came to the hospital to see yeah. Ivy right. Um, you were telling a story before we hit record about your car breaking down in my driveway and me giving you my car for a week and I guess probably like taking our other car and backing around your broken down car in our driveway and it just being like, that's just, that's just what's going on. It's Connor's car. He'll fix it when he can fix it. Um, and, um, you know, it's, it's sorry listeners, but like, even when I had to have my first colonoscopy, like. Stella, God bless her, had something at work and thought she couldn't like miss that, and and you dropped me at it. You brought me to well, yeah. Why wouldn't I? Because where else am I going for that ride? I mean, um, how many times has one of us picked up or dropped the other yeah, off at like, a, an auto shop? An auto shop, yeah. <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. And um, Going back to Brewster Wren, I got to get on record here that you, me, and him started a book club. Yeah, we did. And it was, and, th- and, and let me say a bigger thing before I say the book club. One of the things I've loved about my friendship with you is, and this is where we're very similar, which is 
I'm going to hold up my career and I'm going to do great and I'm going to work hard at it. And I'm going to hold up my marriage and I'm, I want it to be great and I'm going to work hard at it. And I'm going to hold up fatherhood and I want to be great and I'm going to work hard at it. And, but a lot of people stop there, even if they do those three things. Some people only decide to do a couple of those things. Um, you do that, but then you also say, I'm also going to hold up my personal interests and my passions. And I'm going to do great and I'm going to focus on it. But just your ability to want to watch shows and want to listen to podcasts about the shows and want to analyze the shows and want to talk about the shows. Like, you've kept this part of you intact which is you, right? And I think I'm the same way. But I think I've learned that a little bit from you too. Um, and I think that's been an important part of our friendship. Well, one thing informs another. You know, I mean, there, there's no such thing as just boxing boxing one aspect of yourself away from, from anything else. So, I mean, what, one thing I learned a long time ago in the district-based licensure course um, back in Springfield, back in the Springfield days, was the importance of just being true to who you were and then like building out from there. Um, and you know, teachers, the most successful ones, are the ones that are just authentically themselves. Yeah. Like that, that who you are in the classroom, it's the same person that you are outside of the classroom. Mm -hmm. It's just that you, know, you, you, you might just change the tenor a little bit with the kids um, because they are kids and, and, and you're an adult. But kids, they, they smell inauthenticity, mm -hmm. right? And so just when I you know, started out my professional journey, I realized that my professional journey could not exist outside of who I was as a person. Mm -hmm. And so that, that all intermingles back with the friendship and, and who we are, you know, like who we are coming to work every single day, it's the same as who we are, you know, when, when we're back at home. Um, so going back to, to, to pop yeah. culture, like I always think of this, this one moment from, from Lost, I know you never lost that, watched that, but there was this one particular moment um, where there's a character who is getting mad at another character. So there's like the leader of the group getting, who had been away for a while, Jack, and he's mad at Sawyer, who's kind of taken over as, as a leader. And so there's all these crises that are, are on the verge of occurring. And Sawyer is just sitting there and he's reading a book. And then Jack accuses Sawyer of not doing anything because he's just reading a book. And then, you know, Sawyer's response is, um, during the, the, the Britain bombings um, during World War II, every night Winston Churchill, rather than just reacting, he would, he would read a book mm -hmm. because it helps settle the mind. So yeah. in those moments, like it's, it's like anything else, pop culture, basketball, Springsteen, family, whatever, everything that you do and are, that you're a part of helps inform another part yeah, of, well of who you are. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's the people that shut off part of themselves to go in that are really denying whatever that aspect is. Like they're they're denying everyone within that profession, like who you truly are. Yeah. You know. Um, so it's the opposite of independent George. There you go. It's the opposite <laughs> of independent <laughs> George. Uh, yeah. Well, you you have mastered that, and it's been good for me to live next to you for all these years because it's reminded me to keep keep an eye on that, and to and you've pushed me to get into different things than I would have if I wasn't with you all the time. Uh, and back to book club, I just got a, Voltaire was our last book. Was we it? read Voltaire. We did read I read it, Voltaire, yeah. and I've understood the joke in Swingers ever since then so <laughs> much better. Uh, oh, I can't believe I was in a book club with Connor Martin and Brewster Wren, and I read Voltaire. And we went to Sam's by the Hall of Fame, and, and we discussed Voltaire. Yes, we did. Um, and Mela ate a cigarette butt off of the ground <laughs> one time. <laughs> no, 
ah, she's fine. Yeah. Um, okay, so I have two more things. Um, one is we do have to mention that we led Birchland through COVID times. Yeah, we absolutely did. And I'll and one of my favorite memories, two favorite memories of COVID time with you and them are one, the day after we sent students and staff home, me and you still came to work and we sat in my office and we made a bet. Like, when do you think we will next be in this building? That's yeah, right. with everybody yeah. else in this building. And I think one of us said three weeks and that might have been the, the higher side. Yeah. Like the other person might have said two weeks and we said three weeks and that that just is such a sign to me of how little we understood what was going on it, it it's crazy because it was only three years ago but it seems like a lifetime ago yeah. everything everything that we did during that time as a society just seems like it happened in a science fiction story. yeah it totally does like sitting to me and you sitting there just laughing and making bets and i remember we had already we were sitting further apart yeah like my you big table, one, yeah. yeah. We were like across yeah. the table because we had heard that we, and man, three weeks. I don't know if it'll be that long. I don't know if it'll be that long. <laughs> Meanwhile, I don't remember what it was, but it was, because we came back hybrid at first, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so um, that, and then one of my favorite COVID quotes of all time was me and you were talking and like, I think you could sense that I was like, oh my God, I'm just home. I can't yeah. see anyone or do anything. And you know how much need I have for like activity yeah. and adventure and others. And I sort of said, well, you know, you kind of probably worked me through it a little bit or you probably acknowledged it, but we, we wouldn't have gone too deep. But then I sort of said, how are you doing? And you said something to the effect of, I've been training for this my whole <laughs> life. I've literally yeah. been training yeah. for this moment my whole life. And I'm sorry that this is happening to the world and all of this is awful, but I've been ready yeah. for this and I'm fine. <laughs> I'm at home with my two females yeah. and I'm fine. Uh, it was such a great quote by you. I've been training yeah. for this my whole life. <laughs> um, so but we got through it. We yeah, got, we got through it. We got the building through it. We got the kids through it. We got the staff through it. And so, okay, so another thing I need to say while I have you here is I've always said I, I am blessed with a thousand friends who would rescue me if I needed to be rescued. And that was proven in the Timmy Strong time, right? Um, I, and, and, and Nick is captain of that a thousand. Like he would always drop everything to rescue me. But I have two friends that I say can't even stand when the world throws me a curveball or when the world throws any negativity my way. I have two people that internalize it as like immediately, and it's you and Murph. Yeah. And, it, I, and Murph, might have, Murph was on this in the last year as well. And it's you and Murph. And um, you don't even like when, you don't like anything bad to happen to me at all. Even Nick, who would do anything for me, like, he'll be like, yeah, you got to deal with that, man. Like, that's part of life. Deal with that. And you and Murph are the ones. And uh, it's been so awesome to run a school with you for nine years and work with you for whatever it's been, 15 or 16. Because uh, when stuff happens to me, I've seen your response. And, you know, 
life is life, obviously, but you, I, it's been amazing to work with someone that feels that way about protecting me. Uh, and not just work with, but like live with, because it's more like we've lived together, yeah, <laughs> you absolutely. know? Um, and obviously I'll always appreciate beyond comprehension what you did with Timmy Strong and holding up our school and keeping things moving while also keeping me in the, uh, you know, uh, in the narrative, not the narrative, but just keeping was, me going. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, was, it's, it's, it, was, it was you. I mean, it was, you know, Birchland is, Birchland is, is, is yours, and there was no way I was going to just let that fall apart. Um, I mean, there was no choice there. But, yeah, I mean, with, with, with people, and at any point, if anyone ever complained, I just didn't have patience. Like, I didn't have patience for that. Like, because people, like, I, I don't understand what else they possibly could, could want you know, out of like a, a leader or a boss, you know, or a person trying to guide them. Like your instinct has always been right. Like you, you genuinely <laughs> care for people. Like, and it's genuine, you care for people. Like we haven't even talked about like the, the whole, you know, faith, you know, component of, of your life versus, you know, my, my, my beliefs. Yeah, it's um, true. You know, yeah. but that's, that's another huge part. Like. What I've always respected about you is that you are the embodiment of the things that, that you believe in, and you genuinely go out of your way to improve the lives of the people around you. Not necessarily because lives need improvement, but because you genuinely want the best for people. You really do. And so if at any point anyone ever like got like, annoyed or bothered, not that it happened often, but yeah, I just didn't have patience, patience for, for that. Um, because things could be so much worse. Well, I appreciate that, man. I don't know if I always have the right instincts, but I, 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 yeah, appreciate you saying it that way. And certainly I always appreciated your loyalty, uh, and your protection, frankly, your protection. Uh, and we're not even talking about all the things, all the parents you protected me from at Birchland by handling it, all the technology platforms you protected me from by learning it. You know, you you had to adapt to me in the last nine years more than the other way around. Mm -hmm. I, I sort of arrived at Birch and was like, I'm gonna do X, Y, and Z, which means, Connor, you need to do A, B, and C. And you just said, got it, yeah. I got A, B, and C. Uh, and I, I certainly have always appreciated that. Um, but it's funny, you're really, well, I'm ready to close on something like this, but like you, you're really good at metaphors and comparing like one thing to another, right? Yeah. So I'm not gonna land this plane right, okay? But you said earlier, like in our careers, up until right now, I've always been like one step ahead of you. And you've always been like, just following me up uh, uh, on your own progression. But, um, you know, and, uh, and I think a little bit in our lives too, I've always been four or five years older than you. Yeah. Um, and I had kids before you, I got married before you got married. I had kids before you had kids, you know. Um, and, uh, but I think that in both our friendship and in our professional partnership, I don't know, what, what is the animal, like the rhino and the bird, or isn't there some like symbiotic relationship? Uh, uh, 
I don't, I don't know. I want you to keep going with the rhino yeah. and the bird and see where this Yeah, yeah, the rhino and yeah. the bird. So, like, there's some bird that, like, lives on a rhino, and, like, they both need each other. I don't yeah. know. The bird eats certain bugs, and the rhino protects the bird. I don't know what it is. Uh, but I feel like both in our friendship and in our professional I feel path. Like every science teacher that you've ever worked <laughs> with right now is, is screaming uh, at the yeah. microphone. Um, but I feel like in both our professional path and our friendship, like, we just keep... We've always been the rhino and the bird, but we constantly change who's the rhino yeah, and who's yeah, the bird, right? That's so, true. like, it's not, I'm, I'm not by any means saying I'm the bird and you're the rhino or vice versa. Like, that changes. But as friends, we've, there's been a symbiotic relationship. Yeah. Maybe that'll help my science teachers, okay. that word. As friends, there's been a symbiotic relationship where we're both giving and both taking. And in our, our path professionally, it's been the same way. So, just really unique. You know, you're, you're lucky if you get that professionally with somebody yeah. for a long time and you're lucky if you get that friendship wise with somebody for a long, long time and we got both yeah we got both and we're going to continue to get both. absolutely i mean you teach adjunct today i see uh you know i'm not rushing you out of public ed but uh, you know you certainly know that higher ed might be something in your future i hope to keep working with schools you know so that this is not the end it's just the next step but um yeah man i've completely enjoyed the ride and my ride would not have been nearly as good if we hadn't started with room 207 and taken it all the way through pretty much a decade together at Birchland Park. There were, there were a lot of cool twists and turns on that road that, that we took together. Yeah. But that was an awesome, awesome car ride. Yeah, that was an awesome car ride. Well, I love you, man. Thanks for joining my tribe. You're always part of my tribe. Know it. Alright man. K I M keep it moving. True that to the K I M. Ain't got no time for shucking and jiving. Uh.